Hey, Palmetto Shores, and welcome back to our small group resources. Today, we're going to be closing out John chapter 3, verses 22 to 20, 22 to 36. And uh, picking up from last week, we um, finished up with uh, last piece, the more popular passage, John three sixteen through 21, and um, with Jesus talking to Nicodemus. And um, today, we're going to be turning back to uh, see John the Baptist. And unfortunately, it's not really a, a scene that um, is necessarily ideal for the followers of John. And uh, we'll just see that as we go through it. And uh, I'll be picking up in verse 22, and it says, After this, Jesus and his disciples went into the Judean countryside, and he remained there with them and was baptizing. John also was baptizing at Anon near Salim, because the water was plentiful there, and people were coming and being baptized, for John had not yet been put in prison. Now a discussion arose between some of John's disciples and a Jew over purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, who is he who was with you across the Jordan, to whom you bore witness, look, he is baptizing, and all are going to him. And so we see that Jesus has left, and he's gone to the Judean countryside, and he's continued doing ministry. And uh, then we see some of John Baptist's followers um, come back to John and, and uh they really didn't grasp well what John had been telling them that, uh, you know, that last sentence I read, it said, look, he is baptizing and all are going to him as if it's a jealousy thing or a competition. Uh, this concept isn't really far off from what we see today. And um, it's pretty relatable to our Christian context um, that instead of people following Jesus, uh, they're following other people. They're not listening to Maybe the words or the teachings of those people, but they're following the person rather than, you know, those teachings. So with John the Baptist, his followers were getting jealous or they were kind of territorial over over his teachings and who he was as a person rather than seeing Jesus as a fulfillment of what John the Baptist was preaching to them. And so that can take place as people following a preacher, following a motivational speaker, an influencer, or, you know, it could be a, a thing, anything that w- would elevate that person or thing over who Jesus is. And so um, it should never be that we elevate or idolize anything or anybody over who Jesus is, or else we risk um, running into a situation like this where John the Baptist had been preaching the gospel and showing that, uh, that Jesus was the Messiah, the fulfillment of prophecy. And instead, those people, his followers, followed him as a Followed John the Baptist as a person rather than his teachings, and they would miss the point completely. And so we uh, have to be careful that we don't follow, you know, individuals. It's okay to like somebody and like their preaching and and uh, how they teach, but if we don't hear the message that they're that they're teaching or preaching, then we risk hearing the truth. And so, uh, what John's disciples have done is they've elevated him. They instead of rather hearing the message that uh, of who Jesus is, um, they've instead turned to follow who John is. And so instead of rejoicing and praising that people were following Jesus, they became jealous. And John's response to them is perfect. Uh, John the Baptist is quick to remind them of his purpose here on earth, that, um, that he was sent to point people to, be, to, to the Messiah, not to ever be the Messiah. And in verse 30, it's such a powerful reminder of this, and even more uh, so for us today, that he must increase, but I must decrease. That... John the Baptist knew his place. He knew that he had to decrease so that Jesus could increase. And the same for us in our lives today. Where do we need to decrease so that Jesus can increase? And 
Uh, in the rest of the chapter, John the Baptist is holding nothing back, really. He's going, he's going for it. He's elevating Jesus. He's setting him apart from any other person or um, anybody who may even try to boast in themselves. In verse 31, it says, He who comes from above is above all. Those who come from earth, i.e. us, can only speak of earthly things. It's all we know. If we're from the earth, that's all we know. But Jesus, who came from heaven, is above all and knows all. And not only heavenly things, but also earthly things, because he is the only one who has come from heaven as God and lived among man as a man. And uh, this last verse in 36, it says, Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. And this sounds really familiar to what Jesus says later in this in this book, in chapter 14, right? No one can come to the Father except through me, um, is what Jesus says, that um, he's the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And uh, for those who don't, wrath remains. And so in closing today's passage, uh, there's just a few key points that I think we can remember is that are we following Jesus or are we following people who say good things about Jesus? Um, and one thing to know, or one way to know if that's true, is if you love Jesus more than who you're following. Um, and another way is uh, is the one you're following constantly pointing to the glory of God rather than themselves. So it's great to follow people and hear um, great in, uh, messages and teaching and preaching from them. But if they're not pointing to Jesus, then they're elevating themselves, which is exactly what um, got these people in, you know, uh, chapter three in trouble. And so I know there's still a lot of good content here to go over, but I hope you'll be able to dig that, dig more into that with your groups. And uh, um, I just hope you all have a great study and we'll talk to you next time.